This is Self Care You with Scott, and on today's episode, we have Karen from Into Thrive. After watching both her parents pass away from multiple chronic diseases, she decided that this was not going to be the path that defined her. At the time, she was in the fitness industry for 10 plus years with certifications in personal training, fitness kickboxing, and yoga. And she believed that exercise was the missing link. Her parents were hard workers and her mother was very active. But what she came to understand is that exercise counts for about 20% of your healthy body. And the other 80% is what we choose to put in our mouths. She wanted to learn more and trained as a nutritional counselor, then a culinary nutrition expert. Talk about leveling up. Her end game is to guide as many people into the driver's seat of their own health and be able to help people wake up pain-free, full of energy, and having a clear mindset. This is Self Care You, and we're about to level up with Karen from Into Thrive. Okay, thank you for sticking around for another episode of Self Care You. Today we have Karen from Into Thrive. I wanted to give you kind of a little bit of backstory about how I met Karen. So we were both part of an organization where she shared her story about her mother. And I can honestly tell you that Karen is the type of person that when you walk into the room, you only get positive energy. She has good energy. She's a good person. And it definitely comes off in her mannerisms, the way she conducts herself. I'm very excited to get into this conversation to find out how we as human beings can make sure that we're healthier in our approach to eating and nutrition. And what better than a nutritional culinary expert. So with that being said, let's get into the conversation with Karen from Into Thrive. Today we have a conversation about nutrition and the positive things that we put in our body with Karen from Into Thrive. Karen, how are you today? I am fantastic. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. You know, we're in the middle of this COVID lockdown and I feel my nutrition is lacking. So this is going to be a great person to chat with because I used to believe I could always just exercise it out. I could always just go to the gym. But after having that conversation with you, clearly that's not the case. And you would know from spending, what was it, 10 years in the fitness world? And I would love to know, go right back to the start and figure out how that worked out for you. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I'm honored actually to be part of this. And one of my goals is to share um, how we can actually be in the driver's seat of our health and control where we're headed with it. Like, it's fantastic to share it. Um, so my journey actually began into the fitness world. I had been in the fitness world for about 10, 10 plus years. And I was teaching fitness kickboxing. I'm a certified personal trainer. And um people would come in, they exercise, but they were never really hitting their goals. Now at that time, um, there was a belief that to be healthy or have optimal health, 80% of it was around fitness and 20% was actually around nutrition. Um, after watching what happened to my parents who had struggled with many chronic diseases when my mom had passed away she had five chronic diseases which i'll get into a little bit later and 
and she was fairly active. So it wasn't just about fitness. It was definitely about nutrition. So I became, decided to get more education around the nutrition part of it and became a nutritional counselor and then furthered it with culinary nutrition expert program. And really it comes down to nutrition is 80% of, or optimal health is 80% of what you put in your mouth percent is exercise. Yeah. And you know what? It's always that common statement that, you know, you have to make sure that you're eating well because it doesn't ever matter. I coach basketball at a very high level and we tell our boys all the time, you can come to the gym, but if you're dehydrated or if you're not eating the right foods, you're not getting the right things that you need in your body, you won't perform at an elite level. I'm really interested though. You know, I know that you obviously moved into to the nutrition side of things. How was the transition from fitness to the nutritional side of, of the business? Oh, absolutely. Enlightening. You know, I thought, again, thinking that fitness was a big part of the answer. But if you don't have the building blocks, the fitness part of it is just a standalone item. So if you look at a house, if a house isn't built up properly, it will tumble. And that's very much like our body. We can't put demands on our body without having the right nutrients to support it and believe me the body is one of the most complex computers in the world and it needs a lot of key ingredients to to run on an optimal way and at the end of the day we always got to think about our body is our friend and it wants us to be healthy but we need to be a partner with it and give it what it needs to be that healthiness. So when you find out like we're on a plant-based or a plant-heavy path, when you find out that plants are your friends and all those nutrients that we're looking for or your body requires to operate, it's in the plants. It's really in our plants. And it's such a life-changing journey to go, wow, I feel fantastic to wake up with energy and everything is bright. It's, it's, it's game-changing. One of the stigmas that at least I hear or, or get around, you know, eating well is mm -hmm. that it's hard to get or that it's extra work to get or to get a hold of. Like you just can't go to Walmart and, and pick up that, that nutritional stuff that you need. Is that, is that the case or? Um, it comes down to what you're comparing it to. So if, if you have, uh, I work with clients and they say, you know, they, they work, they're entrepreneurs and they work a lot. They don't have time to make something, which is understandable but so where's your choice is your choice to go line up in a fast food restaurant or go in a drive-through or can you take those 10 minutes instead and go into a grocery store and buy a salad or buy you know the, what's really great is the stores are now recognizing that people are leaning and more open to uh, eating healthier so they want you know the salads the cut up vegetables the cut up fruit all of that is such a better decision spend the eight ten bucks for that versus sitting getting something at a drive-through that will only tire you out a couple hours later right i guess it comes down to general health no matter where you take it from how are you willing to take care of that and take care of your body. So for instance, self-care you and leveling up is all about making sure that you're positive, you're, you have a positive mindset and that you're being healthy in your choices that you're making. It could be from you know your mind, your body, your soul, whatever it is, whatever you take into your body obviously contributes to that. And with that being said, I know that you developed this Into Thrive program and I was really hoping you could let our listeners know what that was in detail. 
Yeah, absolutely. It was it was a really great um, path on how this program created because we had we had owned a fitness uh, studio, I guess you could call it, um, for about approximately ten years. So we had the fitness component, and then we switched into just the nutrition component, and they were all standalones. And when we would talk to clients, there seemed to be a consistent. Um, pathway of why people were struggling with their health or why they didn't have health. So we sat down and said, what is, what is missing? So we put what to get together, this program called the into thrive program. And it boils down to four things that what we call the pillars of health. And the first one is the mindset and mindset is, it's what do you believe about health or what do you believe about nutrition or even family history? Do you believe because your mother, your grandmother, your everybody in your family had migraines that you're going to get them? Do you believe that eating uh, a, a piece of cheesecake will, you know, you'll put on 10 pounds. So mindset is a, is actually the hugest part of a whole healthy eating path. The second pillar we had was nutrition. And do you know what's good to eat? Do you know what's not good to eat? There's an awful lot of misinformation out there. And the predatory marketing by the big food companies is unbelievable. When I had heard that since COVID has happened, um, one of the big food companies has put out 30 different sugar cereals directly to kids. Wow. Unfortunately, I've read so many books that talk about nutrition and about what's going on. When you get to the last chapter, it comes down to money. It's how much money can they make on you? And that's the sad part. The third pillar was motion. Motion is, you know, we got to be moving. And it doesn't mean you need to do an Ironman or play three hours of hockey. What it means is we need to move. And how do we help the body to, you have to do the best exercise is the one you do every day. And you have to enjoy it. Right. And the next pillar was lifestyle and lifestyle is, you know, what is a healthy lifestyle? How do you live in this predatory world we live in? How do you go to someone's house house without being a health Nazi yourself and going, Oh no, no, not eating that. Or you shouldn't eat that. It's how do you, how do you live within the world of temptation and just continue moving forward? And then all of those pillars are wrapped to what we consider the most important and that's accountability the accountability is people are more successful when someone else holds them accountable versus if you hold it, you do it yourself and that's your willpower. That whole piece together, the success we're having with people is just, it's incredible. And when you have, I, I get excited, people send me, you know, pictures of recipes they're making at home and it's all plants. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to cry like a mother. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty awesome though, that, that you're starting to see the testimonials come back to you for the hard work that you're putting in, which is, Exactly what we like to call leveling up, which is letting other people get to a different understanding of something that gets them healthier. And that sounds exactly what you guys are doing over there at Into Thrive. The mindset, the nutrition, the motion, and the lifestyle. So your mindset obviously being positive, that's where we come from. We're always moving forward. We're always making sure that we're making healthy choices and trying to do the best that we can. Sure, we slip up. I always slip up. I'm here to learn from my mistakes, but it seems like when you have someone telling you or kind of over your shoulder checking in on you, you're more likely to do it. I'm really interested in your demographic. Do you have a specific demographic or are we all over the map? 
No, it's all over the map, really. It's anybody that is struggling and that wants to get better. Um, Typically, you know, it becomes, uh, I'm going to say, when you hit over a certain age, let's say over 35, you think that, you know, death is closer than when you're in your early 20s that you go, hmm, maybe I should do something now. Um, I wish that was just the case, but it's not because of uh, the obesity rates being as high as they are. And it's not just the, not just one country anymore. It's the whole world. I, I read so many people going, what can I do to struggle? And when you see diabetes showing up in kids that are 10 years old, we have a problem. So it really is to help everybody. And our goal is to the person that does the shopping, which is typically the parents, is how can we educate them, but also educate the children that this is a good thing. This is your future and you have to be in control of it. Don't listen to the TV ads that are constantly throwing or the Facebook ads or whatever. Karen, I'm really interested in how that looks. So let's say I mentioned this to you in another conversation that we had that I'm fairly interested in this, that I struggle with my weight and I really need to be better at making sure that my nutrition is better. And with that being said, I'm now starting to get very intrigued by, by this business model that you have. So can you kind of paint a picture for what that would look like for someone like myself? And would it be just one-to-one conversations? Would you maybe help me with a nutritional plan? How does that kind of look on the day-to-day basis? Yeah, absolutely. So what happens is uh, initially we start with uh, a consultation to find out what your health goals are. It's not what we see for you. They have to be your goals. And we want you to see that what your goal is, is actually a possibility, but it will take work. Anything that's worth it takes work. So we will initially start on the mindset. The biggest, as I mentioned earlier, the biggest challenge we have is what we say to ourselves and you know it doesn't you know we could be really good one day and then the next day we're not good but then we'll beat ourselves up for it but we won't get back on the good again so it's dealing with how do we how do we talk to ourselves better and we have a great phrase of about being you know if you're on the health wagon and you deviate from it we don't say you fell off we say you reached off you're still right. on it. You just reached off. So it is. So we start with the mind and then we get in, we do a nutritional assessment and then we do a meal plan assessment. And we see with the nutrition part of it, um, typically there is, there's a saying uh, from years ago that every disease disorder dysfunction can be linked to a nutritional deficiency. Wow. And how can you do that? And, you know, I talked about my mother when my mother had passed away, she had, so I said, both my parents had died, what I call a long period of time. So they spent 10, 15 years dying over a long period of time. And when my mother had passed away, she had Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, diabetes, heart disease, and osteoporosis. My goodness. And I, I watched that happen and was just, there was nothing I could do. I just thought, you know, there's, you're stuck and that's just the way it is where now I know absolutely if she was given better food, she spent the last 10 years of her life in a nursing home. It's not the best food. It's, you know, we don't have the best food available and a, a bigger part of it is people that don't have a lot of money. So how can, you know, I'd love to bridge that gap and help people, even if you start a little bit, like eat a little green salad every day. Imagine how that would change you. But that's pretty amazing too, because 
I like the pillars that you've made here because the mindset obviously is the thing that always stops you, right? Mm -hmm. If you're not committed to lifting the weight, if you're not committed to going on the walk, if you're not committed to eating the apple, those things, and you're not telling yourself to do it, you've already lost the battle. But once you get through that and you start teaching yourself that it's okay, you start building a good nutrition, start getting active, you start seeing that confidence, you start feeling like you leveled up, and then you have built a lifestyle at which you stay at because you've had those pillars in the work that you've done. So we know obviously mindset and where we're going and, and what we need to do. We, we pretty much get nutrition and motion. Does it really just come down to, I can go on a good long walk or for instance, myself, I try and calorie intake versus calorie outtake. Do you have these Fitbits and all these types of trackers now? I'm wondering what does that look like for you? Are we just trying to get out and move and have fun or are we trying to have a structured plan? So we kind of do a little bit of both. So the structured plan comes into, we actually assign a motion coach to you. And this motion coach will have an assessment uh, with you and to determine, you know, where, what your goals are and where you can go with it. And then what kind of exercise you're willing to do that and that you'll do every day. And then she'll actually have you commit to, if you say you're going to do three, two or three times a day or three times a week, you're going to exercise you're going to have a call to find out a, how are you doing? And B, did you do it? <laughs> and then right. if, if you didn't, where do we go with that? How do we fix that? And the other part of the uh, motion part of it is there's meditation involved. So in the world we live in, we have so much noise, constant beeping notifications going on. It's so important, even if it's five, 10 minutes a day to just shut the mind off and just have absolute peace. And that's where a simple walk, whether it's a 10, 15 minute walk can give you that peace and listen to the birds, listen to the sounds of, of, and it's so important for your body to recharge. So, and we'll hold you accountable to those things. Well, those things are really good. I have just recently, obviously from my wife, have just come into a world of a total different being in the sense of, She's a Reiki practitioner. We, we've come down to understanding the transfer of energy, making sure that your mind, body, and soul is clear and that you're taking time to take care of, of yourself and, and that you understand that what you're trying to do is progress. My wife is in a journey currently right now where she's, you know, has affirmations. She's trying to make sure that she has her laws of attraction coming to her and she's really trying to promote positive things in her life. So it is really important that, you know, you put all those keys together but I'm now interested in the lifestyle. So do you build a community where people can come back to you and, and ask for assistance or do people generally stay with you or do they just go on their own and, and deal with that, you know, kind of with the help that you've given them, they go on and live their lifestyle on their own. How's that work? Yeah, we have a community because we believe in you need to support each other. And I'm a big believer in we're actually put on this earth to support each other and help each other be better people. So the community is there and we're also available, you know, especially when we're working with people in the first little earlier period of time. If you're out and about and you're having a craving that you need to go to a fast food, we actually ask them you know, give us a quick text. We'll actually talk them through it so that they don't go there. And That's then awesome. once, once they feel they can do that, people sit up stronger. They feel good about themselves because we want it to be their decision. We're just helping them. 
and to the the whole lifestyle part of it is it's also you know we've heard the thing you are the um you know your five friends who are your five friends and what do they do if you have five friends that would rather sit down and watch netflix and never leave the house you may want to consider getting some different friends because you need people that are a lot have aren't aligned with your process of I want to be healthier I want to be better and I want to eat better all of that which was really great when you have all that working together you start to sleep better and sleep is the number one thing our body needs to reset itself every day is an absolute new day so let's reset it and start it off on the right foot well that's pretty awesome Karen I think creating a community allows for people not to feel that they're uncomfortable that they have questions they can ask I'm intrigued by uh, Into Thrive. I really want to learn more about it. How about you let our listeners know how they can reach out to you so we can get them to live down this path of positive thinking, positive eating as well. Yep, absolutely. So we're currently uh, in the process of, of sort of rebranding and getting a, a great logo um, designed. And so if, if you want to reach out to me, if you want to you know, shoot me an email at karen at intothrive.com. We also have a Facebook community that I will uh, um, direct you to that you can join. We have one called Diab Diabetes Hope. And my husband, who is a he has certifications in medita meditative conditioning and he's ortho orthomolecular nutritionist. He shoots a lot of information about diabetes management. We're in a world where diabetes is, it's just crazy. It's too many people are having diabetes, but let's see if we can fix that. He puts a lot of information where you can read up on it and absolutely just reach out and we'll have that chat. Listeners, let me tell you this. I've known Karen for a good amount of time now and she is one of the most nicest comforting people to speak with so when you go down a journey of confronting maybe some anxieties about your weight or your nutrition and you feel that you don't want to have that conversation with someone karen is the perfect person to do that with karen i appreciate your time thank you very much thank you so much scott be well i really appreciate karen taking the time to chat with us today but one thing she mentioned in our conversation that really stood out for me was the comment where she said this. Since COVID has happened, um, one of the big food companies has put out 30 different sugar cereals oh, man. directly to kids. This is no joke. You know, in 2017, 2.3 million Canadians, 12 years and older, were diagnosed with diabetes. Come on, we have to do better. Remember, if you know a person leveling up their lives, feel free to drop us a line at selfcareu underscore level up on Instagram or send us an email at selfcareupodcast at gmail.com. This is Self Care You, and we definitely leveled up today with Karen from Into Thrive. Mm -hmm.